0: on this edition of the Iowa Business Report. A lot of times, especially in a small or medium-sized business, you don't have your high-level executive employees that maybe could help with things. So you're kind of you know, lonely at the top, if you would.
1: And that's where CEO peer groups can help. We'll tell you about this unique program. E-commerce is fine, but most of us would still rather shop in a brick and mortar store. And in our Business Profile segment, you'll meet a man who can use his Hollywood experience to help you with your business presentations. This is the Iowa Business Report for the third weekend of April 2021. The Iowa Business Report is a copyrighted production of Totally Iowa Media, which is solely responsible for its content. For more, click on the radio programs button at totallyiowa.com. Here is Jeff Stein. Learning from the experience of your peers is often the best way to learn, whether it has to do with job performance, strategy, decision-making, or any of dozens of other skills today's business leaders need to have. Advance Iowa provides that support through its CEO peer groups, known as Peerspectives, I learned about the program recently in conversation with Gary Nestaby, who facilitates the groups for Advanced Iowa, and David Blake of Blue Nine Pet Products in Makokoda, one of the regular group participants.
2: Started about four years ago, uh, through Advanced Iowa, they uh, started a group of CEOs out of their family business. Perspectives group is what is called CEO Perspectives Group. And um, we have an agenda that's been identified, and we use that agenda every, every meeting. It's been very successful. I've taken over for a gentleman by the name of Mark Herman. We have about 20 CEOs right now, and we have them in three groups. Corridor Group, which is basically 380 Corridor. We have the Eastern Iowa Group and the uh, Cedar Valley Group. And we meet the third week of the month, Tuesday, Eastern Iowa, Wednesday is Cedar Valley, and Thursday is Corridor. And our mission is to uh, connect with each other, to share knowledge, to share experiences for the betterment of our business, uh, everybody's business, as well as the state of Iowa.
1: Why do you think that's helpful, Gary? Why do you think it's helpful to bring these people together for these conversations on a regular basis?
2: These are CEOs. These are decision makers. They all have their business to be concerned about. And because they have that in common, uh, there are some best practices that are oftentimes uh, shared. And that aha moment is when you see one of those CEOs light up and say, I need more information. I'm going to call you. In the the small business world, there's so many things that are inflicted upon your business like insurance, price of insurance going up, your budget is all all messed up, the government is starting to inflict things on you. And um, and then we had the uh, COVID experience where every CEO had the same experience for getting grants from uh, PPP but each one had to go through and do their own. So there's a lot of sharing there, too. So I think it's something that, that uh, when it expands, we get more voices. And that's kind of the idea is to grow this across the state.
1: So, David, as someone who has had a varied background in business, now you have your own business, how has this experience helped you specifically?
0: I think the big thing that I was looking for and have found was that's With this group in particular is a lot of times especially in a small or medium-sized business you don't have your high-level executive employees that maybe could help with things so you're kind of you know lonely at the top if you would so a lot of things you're going through others have been through so i think that was the biggest thing is sharing of ideas like whether it be, health insurance or whether it be retirement plan set up or whether it be employee incentive plans or stuff that Not every business owner has been through in their life, but someone in this group probably has. So you can bring it to the group and say, I'm looking at doing this and really get some different directions, some thoughts, some input, maybe just a good resource to help you through whatever it is. That just maybe some challenges that you get some different viewpoints on. I think that's the biggest thing is for me, it's kind of like having a a board of directors, if you would, that's really at your uh, fingertips to really brainstorm with.
1: And I trust, David, also it connects you with people who may have some commonalities, but their businesses are very different in terms of the products and services. Arguably, you never would have met these people going to your own trade shows. This gives you a really unique opportunity to kind of break out. It's great to talk to people who are in your same business, but I suppose there's great benefit to branch out beyond that.
0: Absolutely. It just takes your your circle to a whole new level. You get inside everybody else's circle. So again, uh, you might use them in in a format you never thought relative to the business side of things, or at least they may know someone if you're looking for some help somewhere, but absolutely, it really expands your circle.
2: What's interesting is when we start our meetings or have our meetings, we go through a checklist of issues. Uh, The issues are personal issues, business issues, and uh, family issues. And we talk about our families and we talk about, you know, what's going well in our business or or what isn't going well. And then out of all those issues, we adopt one of them to talk about in our meetings. And there's a great alignment when you start talking about uh, PPP or you start talking about the pandemic and how it's influencing your family and you start getting so much broad information and finding out how people are really feeling. What we find is that, and this started at the beginning, is that most of the CEOs feel they spend more time in the business than they do on the business, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so what I try to drive for is to get them to kind of balance that a little bit and say, hey, spend some time on the business, do your strategic plan, develop it, deploy it through the organization. And these 20 people are here to help you or or, uh, guide you if you have questions.
1: That is such an excellent point. And I've heard people mention something similar previously. And so I'll turn to you for this part, David. You've got to get everything done today, right? You've got a to-do list. It absolutely has to be done today. And broad range planning is for somebody who's got time on their side and time on their hands and a rainy day and all of this. Never comes
0: unless you make time for it though, right? Absolutely. And this this kind of helps as a little reminder to make sure you set back and start working on the business. You know, I've been fortunate enough to have some some good help and good employees that's really allowed me to do that at an early stage. But I think that's a, the most important thing. I mean, you don't have to be an old business to be able to do that or that you should do that. You should be doing that, you know, right after you get launched. So you're thinking about tomorrow and, and next month, next year. And even to your point. You know, you made earlier about maybe someone that's a little bit older could maybe help give in the group. That's the case, but I think that also what I've what i recognized as I came, because I was I'd like to say I'm one of the younger ones in the group, like certainly I'm from a company standpoint. I'm looking at things different relative to the technology now. So I feel like I've been able to give a little bit to the group to some people that maybe been kind of out there for a while, maybe not as heavily on the technology side. So I think. What I've seen is old, young, either one can can definitely grab from the group for sure. And I know in similar
1: situations, you'll have someone who, in essence, is the new kid on the block, and then all of a sudden they wake up and it's 15 years, and they're the one people are asking questions of and, and advice of. And and that's a wonderful transition, isn't it, Gary, for someone who, and again, these programs have been around their lifetime, but for someone in a business to all of a sudden there's a light bulb for them that they're not just asking questions, even though we continuously learn. They also are able to be a resource, and, and that's a, a different kind of aha moment, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. I, you know, I was, I was thinking, you asked me about an example, and the very first one that I went to, uh, there was an organization that had their receivables were out 90, 120 days, and they said, I can't, I can't handle this. The whole discussion went towards that. That was the issue that was picked. And so you had, we had 10 people, 10 CEOs sitting there with the fact that they had been through that or they go through it every day. And so they put together this plan for this person and the next meeting within a month, she was down to 30 days just by implementing the plan. And these people, you know, she would call them and say, wait a minute, I heard you say this, can you support and give me more information? This is what it's all about. This is leadership. This is what leadership is all about. We're not in this by ourselves. We we need to have leaders with us.
1: Gary Nesteby facilitates the CEO Perspective groups for Advance Iowa and David Blake of Blue Nine Pet Products in Maquoketa who participates in the groups on a regular basis. Learn more at AdvanceIowa.com slash... CEO-Peer-Groups. We connected via Zoom on Wednesday, April 7th. Still to come, the benefit of shopping in a store. And we'll talk with a communications professional who can help your passion for your business shine through. You're listening to the Iowa Business Report. The Iowa Business Report is presented by the Iowa Waste Reduction Center, online at iwrc.uni.edu. Get monthly updates from the IWRC, industry news, regulatory updates, information about upcoming events, and more straight to your inbox. Sign up at iwrc.uni.edu. E-commerce is something that we didn't think much about a decade or two ago. And with so many changes during the pandemic, we're led to believe that brick-and-mortar stores are a thing of the past. But that's far from the case, according to Megan Winterstein, vice president of ZenReach.
3: Four out of five shoppers say that interacting with products in person makes them more likely to buy. So really the importance of the retail storefront isn't something that's going away despite the explosive growth that we've seen over the past year for e-commerce. Just looking at our data over the past quarter, in fact, we saw a 47% lift in store visits from January to March. So I think what that's really reflecting is overall consumer confidence, optimism, and that kind of pent-up demand for like some sense of normalcy.
1: Is there still a sense, do you think, that businesses aren't, if you will, real unless there's a place you can go? Sure, we avail ourselves of the ease of e-commerce on certain things, but there's a, a level of being taken seriously when you actually have a store?
3: I think that's a really good point. And yeah, maybe that realism, another way to phrase that might even be credibility in some sense. You know, we've seen a lot of online-only businesses opening physical storefronts, whether that's Amazon, Warby Parker, Casper Mattresses. It's really this idea of having an integrated approach, both online and offline, and allowing the customer to decide how they want to engage with the brand.
1: Do you find that when people shop in person, in a brick-and-mortar store, there's a distinction with regard to spending habits, either in terms of how much they may spend, or those last items that often you toss in a cart as opposed to online?
3: Yeah, actually. So numerous studies have shown that people are more likely to spend more in an in-store environment. And especially when it comes to impulse buying, the numbers show that 11% more men and 12% more women are more likely to make spontaneous additions to their carts while in store. And, you know, we see Everyone knows that kind of old adage of, you know, I I went to Target for one thing and I walked out with 15 things or a full cart. You know, there's a reason for that and things catch your eye in a different way during that browsing and physical in-store experience versus online.
1: Coming up, enhancing your presentation. You're listening to the Iowa Business Report. The Iowa Business Report is presented by Advance Iowa. If business succession planning is on your mind, consider a worker co-op. The next free seminar on the topic is Thursday, April 22nd. For more, go to AdvanceIowa.com. We had told you previously the seminar would be held earlier in the month, but in order to maximize the number of people who can participate, the date has been changed to Thursday, April 22nd. Gary Kroger became well-known to audiences across the country as an actor, including three years as a cast member on Saturday Night Live, performing with the likes of Eddie Murphy, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Joe Piscopo. But the Cedar Falls native grew tired of the big city scene and returned to Iowa to raise a family. He's now one of the driving forces behind Outlier Creative Solutions, based in the Cedar Valley.
4: The background is very interesting. I'm a middle-aged guy, actually I might be after middle-aged, and I got restless a few years ago, Jeff. You know, I've had a wonderful career at Mud Advertising where I did automotive primarily for 17 years. I'm not doing that at all anymore, but previous to retiring from that, I started a consulting firm with my wife Bob Justice, who was a local entrepreneur and many hats that Bob still continues to wear, and his wife, Nancy, who's a journalist. And they had a consulting company. And I said, hey, let's join forces. Let's leverage our experience because I've got a lot of experience in production, in marketing, in public speaking. Bob in customer service, Nancy in journalism. My wife is a UX manager. You know, the world of the web is is her thing. Let's leverage our experience and say, hey, you don't have to pay healthcare. You don't have to give us a salary, but we're going to cost you this much to enhance your product as a value add to whatever. Previous to COVID, we were actually starting to fly because the, the need for customer service programs and a program that I teach called Improv to Improve, to improve your public speaking skills and your presentation skills, what you and I have talked about. Those things were taking off and they were group seminars. Then suddenly we shut down and everything turned to Zoom. Well, we've started to acclimate into the new Zoom world. But the truth is our bread and butter is human interaction in real time. And so now that we're coming out of it again, it's necessary to have two platforms. We need to get out in front of people again. But also, there's a lot of companies, as you know, Jeff, they aren't going back to the old model, are they? They're staying at home, or they're adding options, or a day in the office, or an extra day at home, or whatever. That whole paradigm is shifting. So as a consulting firm, we need to come up with ways to present our presentation on presentations. What is it that would distinguish
1: what the quartet of professionals at Outlier Creative Solutions does, as opposed to others?
4: I've seen lots of them, and you know what? They're all great. I've seen lots of them, and they're great. Second City does a course for businesses to learn to improvise, and we'll go into the reasons to learn to improvise. They're great. What's my angle? It's going to sound boastful. It's me. I'm a 40 year showbiz veteran who's been in the trenches. I'm shameless and fearless. And I have, over the course of decades, learned the art of presentation, of performance, of being genuine, but also enhancing the presentation, the value of what you're doing. I'm an old hack (laughs) at those things. Bob Justice is a marvelous human being. And he's got years of experience with the Chamber of Commerce and promoting the hospital and things like that. But he went through the Disney course of customer service. Well, that's the gold standard. So he teaches a class of just the fundamentals of Disney approach to service. And that's a class unto itself. Sometimes we tag team and we do both. And that's a very powerful presentation that can be tailored to 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, half a day workshops if you want to go that deep. But I could go to your business for a fee that you can easily accept and do a 30-minute workshop and give your staff fundamental principles to improve their presentation or public speaking skills.
1: A lot of times when I contact someone to do this segment, the business profile, they're not used to doing media. And they will say, well, what do I need to know? How do I prepare? And my response is always, do you know your business? And if the answer is yes, there's no preparation. But yet, when we say to someone, here's a microphone or here's a camera, they think they have to become what they think Gary Kroger is in terms of being an actor.
4: That's exactly right. That's that's exactly right. In fact, one of the first things I say in my improv class, because people don't want to get up, is I'm going to say, look, all you have to do is know what you already know. And you are an expert on everything you know. So have the confidence of knowing. Here's something that will be of value to your listeners. I say to people, did you get your script this morning? No, well, no. What are you talking about? You didn't get a script, but yet you knew what to say to your grocer. You knew what to say to the gas station attendant. You knew what to say to your husband or wife. You didn't get a script, but you know what to say. All of the knowledge to improvise is within you. So that gives people a certain confidence. Then what I like to tell them is if they're standing in front of a camera that and you witness this or put a microphone, they stiffen up. I go, you're talking to a person. You're talking. Imagine that you're having a party. You open the door and it's your best friend that you haven't seen for 10 years. That's your energy right there. It's still you. It's still authentic, but it's the energy that excites people and it makes you more comfortable. That's my one-two step right there. Think about the why. What is it I'm presenting? Every commercial, every presentation is what? It's a class. You're offering information. You you call your customers students if you want, but it's a class with some information. So the more credible you are and the more enthusiastic you are, the more you'll engage an audience.
1: Authentic enthusiasm, however.
4: Authentic enthusiasm. People smell a rat quickly. In fact, if you oversell, you've just failed. People smell lies. But there is a way to be authentic, honest, exuberant, be into the subject and to have confidence that you know the subject. One of the things I hate is PowerPoint. There's a use for it. Put the bullet points up there, but don't read it. How many times you've been to a presentation they put the PowerPoint and basically they're reading it and I'm saying, "You know, I can read it too." Give me the information from your mind, out your mouth, to my eyes and ears.
1: Gary Kroger of Outlier Creative Solutions. We connected via Zoom on Wednesday, April 14th. Learn more about their services at outliercreativesolutions.com. And that brings us to the close of this week's program. We're back again next week at this same time. In the meantime, you can listen to all or part of today's program by going to totallyiowa.com and clicking on the radio programs link. You'll also find podcasts of full interviews with many of the folks you hear on this program. They're listed as IBR extras and IBR business profiles, and we're also found on all the major podcast distributors, including iHeart, Apple, and Google. We welcome your comments. Send them by email to radio at totallyiowa.com. I'm Jeff Stein. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a prosperous week. The Iowa Business Report is a copyrighted production of Totally Iowa Media, which is solely responsible for its content. For more, click on the radio programs button at
3: totallyiowa.com.